am I? Good morning. I'm Judith Lay, welcoming you to Praise, the program that connects faith and daily life. Man's Radio. Happy Mother's Day. In years gone by, this was Mothering Sunday, a day when young people in service were allowed to go home to visit their mother church and spend a little time with their family. Today, we thank God for mothers and those who have been like a mother to us. And in a world where parenting can be challenging, we pray God's blessing on all mums. So, for the mothers we treasure, for the mothers we miss, and for those who have been mother figures in places where only a mother's love could heal, we give thanks. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird. Praise for the singing, praise for the morning. Praise for them springing fresh from the world. Sweet the rains do fall, sunlit from heaven, like the first dew fall on the first grass. Praise for the sweetness of the wet garden Sprung in completeness where his feet pass The sunlight, mine is the morning. Born of the one light, Eden so plain. Praise with elation, praise every morning. God's recreation. broken like the first morning blackbird has spoken like the first bird praise for the singing praise for the morning praise for them springing fresh from the Jones giving a Celtic feel to his version of Morning Has Broken. And now, time to share some big news with you. 
As you'll know, churches have been advised to stop all regular services as part of a wider measure to discourage large numbers of people coming together and risking spreading the coronavirus. National church leaders, including the Archbishop of Canterbury, have said we must now become a different sort of church and we need to ask ourselves if we truly are a church for all or just a church for ourselves. If we're a church for all, our life is going to be more characterised by the prayer and the service that we offer to others. I'm sure we'd all agree with that. So my next thought was, how might we make best use of our Sunday airtime to offer a Sunday service that is here for all? So I invited some clergy friends to share a FaceTime meeting. In the group was Pastor John Powell from Onken Elim Church, who's also the chairman of CAME, Churches Alive in Man. So he was able to bring into the conversation the support of Bishop Peter for the Church of England, along with the leaders of the Salvation Army, the United Reformed Church, Broadway Baptist Church, the Roman Catholic Church, the Methodist Church and Living Hope Community Church. And that support is for a brand new programme which will start here on Manx Radio next Sunday morning, but not at this time, at a later time of half past nine. And here in the studio with me to talk about it is Reverend Steve Ingrell. Steve, well known to many of you as a Methodist minister operating with his wife, Rebecca, in the east of the island, looking after the Methodist churches there and based in Onken. Steve, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Judith. Thank you for having me here. Well, the new programme, this is what we're going to talk about now. The programme is going to be called At Your Service. That's right. As you know, Judith, the majority of churches on the island aren't meeting physically for worship at the moment. And this is due to a desire to keep our folks safe. Many of our congregation members are elderly or vulnerable or have others in their household who are elderly or vulnerable. So people aren't able to get to what would be their normal act of worship. And I'm delighted that Manx Radio are providing an opportunity for us to meet that need and to give your listeners something that addresses that spiritual gap that now exists in their lives. So this new programme is going to be an ecumenical act of worship. We're going to have members from two Christian denominations each week who will be providing a variety of praise choruses and hymns, perhaps brass band music, but you know, the point is there will be a variety of worship styles. We'll also have a Bible reading and a thought about how that reading might be important for us, particularly at this time that we're going through as an island. And there'll be space for prayer and reflection, perhaps a meditation offered, something along those lines. So the elements of what you might expect were you to come to church for an act of worship, but being provided in a different way over the airwaves. We feel it's really important that this is an ecumenical act of worship. There is more that unites us than divides us. And now more than ever, it's important for all the Christian communities on the island to come together to do what we can to support, to provide comfort, to provide teaching, to provide ways of worship and prayer that people can engage with while in their own homes. Steve, what I would really, really love to happen is for people to arrange beforehand 
to listen with friends all at the same time. I don't mean that people get together in their own homes because I'm talking now to lots of people who are choosing to self-isolate, who are choosing social distancing. But wouldn't it be lovely if we could all join together through this half an hour by people listening together in their own homes, wherever they might be. And indeed, because Manx Radio is available online, as everything is nowadays, maybe even getting people who are off-island, family members and friends that they would like to see but perhaps can't see, if they could all join together, I would love it to be that unifying thing that we get when we go to our churches together. Absolutely. And not only that, but the title of this new programme is going to be At Your Service. And we're emphasising that middle word, your. So as you're listening, as you're talking with friends or with family about what you've heard, if there's a favourite song that you have a hymn or a chorus or a piece of music that's meaningful for you, then I know, Judith, you're very happy to receive those requests and for everyone who's listening at home to play a part in creating this act of worship together. And Steve's absolutely right. You can request music, dedicate it to keep in touch with a friend if you wish, and I'll do my very best to find it and include it in our new programme. So this will be the last praise programme for a while. Instead, from next Sunday, I do hope you'll join me as the praise team are at your service for half an hour from the later time of half past nine to bring the new programme closer to the time when many church services would usually be taking place. Steve's explained roughly what At Your Service will offer. Of course, the great thing about each programme being prepared by members of different churches is that we'll get very different styles of presentation and types of music, but all with the essential and unchanging Christian truths at the centre. And now I'd like to offer you a flavour of the new programme. So let's start with a well-known hymn of trust. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Then Reverend Steve will join us again to read from St John's Gospel. And another Methodist minister, Reverend Andy Fishburne, will share his thoughts on what the Gospel might have to say to us today.
John chapter 9, beginning at verse 1. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When Jesus had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbours and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, it's someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, So how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He replied, I do not know. This is the word of the Lord. We give thanks to God. Hello, my name's Andy. I'm one of the Methodist ministers here on the Isle of Man. I'd like to share a few thoughts about that Bible story. Jesus does something really, really strange, um, something that's even stranger to our eyes at the moment. Jesus spat in the dirt and made mud, and then he used his fingers to rub the mud into the eyes of a man who was born blind. And it worked. The man could then see. As you know, COVID-19 is spreading explosively throughout the world. I would normally be at a church service this morning with people around me. I'd shake their hands, I'd pass them bread. We're all having to make drastic alterations to the way that we behave. We know that the virus can spread by droplets of liquid from our mouths and noses getting onto surfaces and then gets transferred by fingers to faces. So Jesus' spit and touch approach to medicine is far from the current best practice. But it does show us that Jesus used normal physical stuff when he brought healing and restoration. Jesus didn't just zap the man better. In the first book of the Bible, Genesis, there's a creation story. God takes dust from the earth and he forms it lovingly into a human shape and then he breathes life into it. He calls the thing that he made Adam, which in the original language just means dirt man. Adam isn't really the name of an individual person like Andy or Judith. It's a description of us all. It tells us that we're all made of the normal, ordinary, physical stuff, but we're filled with the breath of God, with God's spirit. We're all a partnership of the physical and the divine. I wonder if Jesus, by making mud and rubbing it on the eyes of that blind man, was wanting us to see that as an act of recreation, restoring something that wasn't quite right. God was and is today 
at work in the world mending. The Adams story isn't just a debate about something that may or may not have happened in history. It's a picture of how God is at work in the world, creating and healing all of the time. And God will be at work right now, through the modern-day equivalent of spit and mud. Through the way that we are socially distancing for the benefit of others. Through measures like quarantine. Through research into a vaccine. Through the staff of the NHS. Through the people who keep the supermarket shelves stocked. Through people who volunteer to do shopping and pick up prescriptions. All of these are physical things that we do in partnership with the divine. They're the equivalent of spit and mud for the place we find ourselves today. So, for those of us who are worried and anxious, may we know that Christ is alongside us. For those of us who are unwell, may we receive the correct treatment, whatever the equivalent of mud is today, but supercharged with God's spirit. For those of us who are well, may we be used by Jesus to bring peace and comfort and physical goods to those who need it. And may we all have eyes to see that inside all of the physical things we do to help, that God is there present too. Amen. Thank you to Reverend Andy Fishburne. The challenges and concerns of this last week have reminded Reverend Steve of a difficult time in his life some years ago when he drew much-needed strength from the words of another hymn. He's going to share that reflection with us now, based on the hymn, Be Still and Know That I Am God. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am who I am. Be still and know me in my power. I am the God who created the heavens and the earth. At my command the stars were placed in the sky. At my command the waters covered the face of the earth. At my command the trees took root and stretched towards the heavens. At my command you were born. At my command my son died. My power raised him from the dead to give you eternal life. Be still and know that I am God. I am sovereign. I can do all things. Be still and know. know that I am God. Be still and know that I know all things. I know what it is to laugh. I know what it is to cry. I know what it is to be subject to physical agony, even to death. I know what it is to be mocked, scorned and slandered. I know that you are fragile 
and even careless words can leave scars. Be still and know that I know. I know all things about all people. I know all things about you. I know the hurts in your life. When you weep, I weep with you. So come, rest in me a while. Let me wrap my arms of love around you as my spirit speaks words of healing into your soul. I am the God that healeth thee. Come, have peace. know that I am God. I am the rock, the solid foundation. I am the faithful one. I will never lose faith in you, my child. I will always be there for you. Do not trust in earthly things which rot and decay. Trust in me, the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Know that I have a plan for you, a perfect plan. So come, put your trust in me again, and let us walk this road together. the turmoil in our lives just as you calmed the raging seas, turned water into wine, and fed the multitude with loaves and fish. Give us the faith to acknowledge your presence during our life's storms, and know that you will never let go of us or depart from us. We come to you now for strength to face our circumstances, guidance to make unselfish decisions, and hearts to trust you in everything. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
the Serum Voices and a Celtic Prayer of Protection, Circle Me, Lord. Today has been declared a National Day of Prayer and Action to unite us all at this unsettling time. At seven o'clock tonight, we're invited to light a candle in the window of our home as a visible symbol of the light of life, Jesus Christ, our source of hope at all times. There's no need to use formal words for the prayer that we say. Just pausing to look at the candle and offer to God whatever is on our mind is prayer enough. And I'd like to leave you now with something that I found beautifully honest and uplifting, and I feel sure that you will too. Hannah Grove is a member of the Scripture Union Ministries Trust here on the island, who goes into the secondary schools to deliver the Love Life programme. It's part of the national curriculum and provides young people with sex and relationship education. Love Life is an approved programme with no faith content, but Hannah, who's married with three young children, is herself a committed Christian. And at the end of our conversation, which we'll listen to at another time, I asked Hannah about her own faith journey. I've definitely had my ups and downs. There were times where I, I didn't attend church and I didn't want anything to do with church. And I tried to experience other faiths and, and to see other lifestyles to see if that would suit me better. But ultimately, I attend church now and I bring my children up as I was brought up, attending church and reading the Bible and praying. And that's an important part of our life. Do you think that it's more important to you now because you did go out and explore the wider spiritual world? Yes, I think something that's just overall important to me is is love. And that word, I think, gets thrown around quite quite a lot. I, I throw that word around all the time. I love this hamburger. I love that colour. Yeah, we, we do use that word a lot, but actually it's a really important word to me because I try and centre my, my life around love and I do a job that I love and I, I try and make my family a place where we can all openly love. I mean, I think my work in schools is about trying to get young people to love themselves and to put the effort into things that they love and that make them feel better. And the same with Love Life, we talk about relationships. How can we love each other better? And how can we put love into practice in our daily lives with our friends and our families and our relationships? For me, love just overrides everything. And if, if we put that first, then everything kind of falls into place after. I think overall, Jesus is love and Jesus is relationships. And that's what he wanted from us was to love one another and to have relationships with each other. And everything that Jesus did in life was about people and about relationships and about love. And so I think what better way to bring that to people, to make it real? Uh, Jesus isn't just a man with long hair and a beard that lived a really long time ago. We can put these practices in and actually make our lives better by just loving one another and, and being kind, but also being practical. You know, sometimes we have to talk about the opposite and we have to talk about conflict and, and how to resolve conflict through love. It's not necessarily about arguing or getting your way and being selfish. How can we work with each other in conflict situations and difficult situations and marriage breakdown and unwanted pregnancies and these really, really difficult things that happen, but how can we love ourselves through that and how can we show love to other people? Thank you to Hannah Grove and to Reverends Steve Ingruel and Andy Fishburne for joining me on today's programme. And my thanks to you for listening to the final Praise podcast for the time being. 
but the brand new programme, At Your Service, starting next Sunday here on Manx Radio at the later time of half past nine, will also be available as a podcast to download from all the usual platforms, including manxradio.com. And I hope that you'll listen as the island's churches unite to be at your service, living faith together. So, until we meet again, this is Judith wishing you and those you love peace, safety and good health in the days ahead. Bye-bye for now. The Nation Station Manx Ray.